So hello everyone, um, my name's Libby and as Hannah said, I'm the senior pastor here and this morning I have the absolute privilege of sharing with you all, um, which we're really excited about. Um, have you ever really felt like you haven't fit in? I can remember that horrible sinking feeling as a teenager when my parents dropped me off at school and I was in my school uniform and everyone else was in their own clothes. Has anyone had a moment like that? It's just absolutely gutting. As like a 12, 13-year-old, it's like the most sinking feeling you can feel in the world. Or the moment where the other week, me and Julian had a date night, which was incredible, and we headed into central London and went to a restaurant. We thought this restaurant was an ordinary grill. Turns out it was a really, really fancy restaurant, and we were in jeans and a T-shirt. Um, and the further into the restaurant we got, the more we realised we had made a massive mistake. We were in totally the wrong clothes for this environment. Or the other time when we were at a wedding and it was incredible, it was our friend's wedding and we'd got all dressed up and we, that moment where we're sitting in the church, the groom walks in and Julian realises he's wearing the same suit as the groom. <laughs> you ever had moments like that where you realise that you didn't, you didn't know that there was a code of behaviour or you didn't realise there was a way of being, but as soon as you break that code or break that way of being, you are suddenly incredibly aware of the so-called mistake that you've made. So often, we feel a sense of not belonging and that we don't fit in. There are so many circumstances in our lives where in order to fit in, in order to feel like we truly belong, we might need to change something about ourselves. Whether that's simply our clothing, or may maybe you've had a scenario where it's something more integral to who you are, you feel like you need to change something about who you are to fit in. Maybe interests, tastes, or language. I'm sure we all have moments, whether a funny one like some of the ones I've shared, or something that's been a bit more painful. We've all had those moments. We all want to belong, and we often spend a lot of time trying to work out where we do. Thankfully, the kingdom of God is open to all who make Jesus Lord of their life. And this morning, I'm going to be talking about finding our fit in the kingdom. And the incredible thing about the kingdom of God is that everyone belongs. Everyone has a fit. There's no need to change who you are to come to and be part of the kingdom of God. The incredible diversity of the church is what makes it so beautiful. If we look around today, there are so many different people with different backgrounds, different interests, different talents, and that's incredible. If everyone was the same, it would be so boring. It's not to say God won't challenge us and guide us to be more Christ-like, but belonging to the kingdom of God is not dependent on any of this. We already belong. And thank goodness, because becoming more Christ-like and the journey of faith is lifelong. None of us have made it. None of us are there yet. And I'm so grateful that I belong to the kingdom of God. Despite my flaws, despite my mistakes, I still belong. And so do you. That's, we are called to come as we are. That's not to say we're called to stay as we are. Um, but we, are, we can come to the kingdom of God and be who we are right now. We all have our fit, and this morning we're going to look at how we might find that fit and help other people find theirs. The first thing I want to look at is being called to purpose. So in Ephesians 2, verse, uh, chapter 2, verse 10, it says, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Each one of us is God's masterpiece. You are intentionally and wonderfully created by God, and God knows the wonderful gifts and talents inside each one of you. Regardless of what you've been told, regardless of whether you were told you're an accident or a random occurrence, none of that is true. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. 
you are God's handiwork. You're not here by chance. Our creator God intentionally and deliberately formed each one of us and did that in such a loving way. He cares so deeply and our uniqueness is a reflection of his creativity and divine design. It's such an incredible freeing truth that we have purpose. Each one of us has purpose. God has equipped each one of us with specific gifts, specific callings that align with his purposes. Some people here might already have a clear understanding of what God's called you to. Others might still be exploring that. Some people here might not even yet know God. Often, God might only reveal a small part of what we're called to do next. In my life, there's been two instances where I've sensed a really, really clear direction from God. The first was going to Bible college um, and being what it meant to be called to ministry. And the second was his leading of me and Julian to come here to Sutton. More often than not, I find that God gives us a lot of choice and his plans are not linear, even though quite often I think we want them to be. Ultimately, regardless of whether you know that you've got a specific call or not, the call of every believer can be found in the Great Commission. In Matthew 28, Jesus said to them and came to the disciples and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. That commission given 2,000 years ago to the disciples has been passed down the generations and is our commission today. It applies to each one of us, regardless of whether you feel called to a specific role, location, service. That commission is at the heart of everything we do. We are called to make disciples. This is a general call that each one of us outworks in our own lives. And each one of us, it will look different. It doesn't just apply to a church setting. It doesn't just apply to a Sunday, but it applies to your workplace. It applies to your school, your family, your community. Occasionally, we might find that God does reveal a specific direction, and we need to discern these carefully through um, self-reflection, prayer, studying God's word. Personally, I've often wanted God to give me a really clear direction about something more often than he actually has. And I believe that it's part of learning to trust God. Sometimes we want the whys and whens when we don't need to know them. Sometimes God just says, this is what you need to do. But that's okay, because part of the journey of faith is learning to trust. Sharing our faith, serving others, and being part of Christian community is part of the call of every believer. You don't need a word from God to engage in these things, because it's clear in his word he's already told us. If you're unsure of your fit in the context of the Great Commission, a brilliant place to start is to think about what God's already placed inside of you. What are you passionate about? What gifts and talents do you have? Often, I believe God created us with intentionality, and so I believe that those things that we're passionate about, the gifts and talents we have, God has already placed inside of us. And if you're still not sure, speak to a friend who knows you well, maybe a, a small group leader, maybe a close friend that you know, and ask them what they see within you. I know quite often people have seen stuff in me before I've seen it in myself. Embrace that call of every believer to make a difference in the lives of others and advance the kingdom. Step out in faith, even when it seems challenging and uncertain. Embrace your uniqueness and purpose. Be intentional in seeking those opportunities. 
The beauty of finding your fit in the kingdom is that you are created with purpose. And that is such an incredible truth for us to live out. He will equip and empower you and you're called to purpose. The second thing about finding our fit in the kingdom I'd like to talk about is being connected in community. In 1 Corinthians 12, 27, it says, now you are the body of Christ and each one of you is a part of it. The phrase body of Christ is just a beautiful metaphor for the church. When you think of the body, that when, it's, when a body's healthy, every part plays its part. Every part of the body has a unique role to play to make the body work. None of us are called to a life separated from community, but we find our fit within it. The Bible wasn't, the majority of the Bible wasn't written to individual people. It was written to the entire church. When we read in the Bible, um, you, it's often you all. It gets lost in our translation from um, the original language into English, but it's written to the whole community. So we need to think about what it means for us as a community. Each one of us is a vital part of the body of Christ, both locally at Sutton Vineyard, but also globally in the wider um, image of the church. We have a part to play in the wider Christian community too. The purposes that God has for you personally are directly connected to the purposes he has for the entire church. As followers of Jesus, we're not called to live in isolation or pursue our faith independently, but to do it as part of community. We support one another, we're connected to one another, we care for one another. We are connected to one another as the body of Christ here in Sutton, but also on a wider level within our movement, Vineyard UK and Ireland, but also across the whole UK and that global church. John Wimber, one of the founders of Vineyards, described us as a vineyard church as one vegetable in the stew, one group of churches with our unique flavour to bring to the whole picture. Just as a healthy body functions with different parts working together, each of us has a part to play here in our community. Each one of you is an essential part of God's design for your church, and we are so glad that each one of us are here together. We need to have meaningful relationships. We need to spend time together. The reality is that it would be impossible for everyone here to be close friends with every other person here. Um, I was doing a little bit of research on close friendships and close communities, and there was a British anthropologist called Robin Dunbar who suggested it was only possible to have 150 meaningful relationships. Um, only 50 of those are friends, 15 good friends, and five closest loved ones. Which is really, really interesting because often in our society where we have Facebook, we might have thousands of Facebook friends or whatever's going on, but not every single one of those people is actually a friend. And I think it's really, really important for us to invest in those uh, meaningful friendships that we can find. Proverbs 27, 17 says, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. And when we have meaningful, authentic relationships, we do sharpen one another. We spur each other on and help each other discover and fulfill our part to play. Within church, we find such incredible diversity of culture, skills and talents. Each of us has something unique to bring. In God's kingdom, there's no hierarchy of importance. We all play a significant role in building up the body of Christ. It might be that certain people fulfill different roles for a purpose. But as Wimber used to say, you stay, you play. It might look differently in different seasons of life. At different points in your life, there might be different ways in which you play your part. And it will look quite different for each one of us in our own personal lives and circumstances. But it's really important to embrace our faith community to continue our journey of faith.
here at Sutton Vineyard, if you'd like to get better connected in community, we've already mentioned the three main ways to do that. There's small groups, which are a brilliant place to find meaningful relationships. If you're sitting here today and you feel like you don't have a meaningful relationship with someone else in the church, be part of a small group. Come and chat with us if you're not already, because they're the places to really find depth of relationship. To serve. We talked about serving, and that's another way to build relationships, to play your part, and to help us do what we do, but also to get to know more people. And the, the final thing is if Sutton Vineyard is your church community, financially giving to the church is another way we show commitment to what we do. If you want to get better connected in one of these areas, come and speak to us or find someone with a green welcome t-shirt on or we'll be able to help you. Remember, your faith journey is never meant to be in isolation. It would be so lonely if it was. We're called to reflect the image of Christ and reflect the world around us. But as an individual person, that's hard to do. We're part of community. As a community, we reflect the image of Christ. The third thing that I want to talk about, about finding our fit in the kingdom of God, is being commissioned to serve. Matthew 20, 28 said, Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many, at the very heart of God is service and serving others. We see God's heart throughout the Bible for um, being for the lost, the least, and the lonely. Jesus modelled a life of service. As we live out our lives, finding our fit in the kingdom of God, we're called to follow Jesus' example. He was perfect. He lived the perfect life. But Jesus, the Son of God, came to earth not to, serve, not to be served, but to serve. And that's incredible. When you take a moment to really think about that, Jesus, the son of God, came and he came as a baby, someone who was vulnerable, who needed people to help him. And he ultimately gave his life up. He's, he lived and sacrificed his life for our redemption. As we follow Jesus and his example, we're called to serve others. It's not an optional extra, but it's part of what we're called to do. When we serve God and others, we align ourselves with God's heart and what he is asking of us. Sometimes it involves stepping out of comfort zones. Sometimes that can be really challenging. But we remember all that God has done and is continuing to do for us. It's an absolute privilege, I believe, that we get to be a part of God's service to others. That God could do it all himself, but he chooses to use us and partner with us to do that. And I find that incredible in our brokenness, in the things that I know where I'm broken, God still chooses to use me. Why not take some time to reflect on how your unique combination of gifts, passions and resources could be used to serve and bless those around you? So many of you here are already serving. You're already using those things to serve him. But serving isn't limited to formal ministry roles or grand gestures or just on a Sunday, but it's part of our everyday life. Serving happens in our everyday We don't believe that certain people have special access to God. We are all part of the community but we're called to play our part in our everyday. Make the choice to live every day to serve others. Maybe it's thinking about um, spending, being a listening ear to someone who needs it. Maybe it's making a meal for someone who's struggling or practically making, uh, meeting a need. There are so many small gestures that can make a massive impact in people's lives. Let your actions speak of Christ's love and be open to the leading of the Holy Spirit as we seek to serve other people in practical and meaningful ways. Our different roles and the ways in which we serve are so important um, to make sure we function well as a community. Our different teams here on a Sunday and during the week all ensure important things happen. 
um, well and safely, but what we do and how we serve could come from a place of knowing how loved and valued we are by God. Your identity isn't found in what you do. It isn't found in the, the role that you might have. But our decisions and actions come from a place of understanding who we are in Christ, that we are loved and created with purpose. Even in those moments where things are really tricky, when we're not quite sure where we fit, we still have purpose. We're still created by God. Maybe a message for another day, but it's important to remember that our identity isn't in what we do. We live in a society where it's so countercultural to say that because we place value in our jobs and in our roles and uh, in titles. But when you think about God, he sent his son as a newborn baby to grow up, to ultimately pay the ultimate sacrifice for our sins. It's not the image of purpose that you might have thought from a Messiah. I'm going to draw this message to a close scene, but I wonder if the Holy Spirit has been prompting you to put something I've shared today in action. The journey of faith is exactly that. It's a journey, and it's not linear, and it's very, very changeable with the seasons of life that we have. Sometimes things take us by surprise. Sometimes things can knock us off, off course a little bit because they're shocking to us. But actually, the journey of God... And the journey of faith is really, really important to us. As we journey together, working out our faith, remember that we're called to purpose. You are valued and you have something to give. If you're not part of a small group, I'd encourage you to be. It's the best place to invest in one another. And finally, your commission to serve. There's no need to strive to be someone you're not. There's a specific fit for you. Maybe you need to go away from this message and do something. Why don't you have a chat with one of the team, one of the welcome team or your small group leader, if that's something that you need to explore further. Thank you.